Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the program. I'm Andres, and in this episode, I got to talk about Proposition 19. Uh, there was a seminar that I told you I was going to digest and try to get some information out to you, and I got to tell you, I can't. I can't even break it down. Uh, it's something I'm going to leave a link to for those of you uh, that are watching this not on my website go to my website find the show notes to accompany this episode www.dangerousandgobe.com the show notes down below you'll be able to scroll below and see the seminar I'm referring to now I will link this uh, to those of you that are watching on YouTube and Rumble but um, there's some segments that I want to timestamp so if I timestamp them they will be below at the show notes accompany this episode at www.dangerousandgobe.com now, for those of you that have been following along what Proposition 19 is, for those of us here in California, it is one that targets directly uh, the tax benefits that were afforded to uh, property owners that was passed in the 80s and in the 90s that allowed parents to pass on their property to their kids without a tax reassessment. And that was in the 80s. And the one in the 90s allowed it included grandchildren into the mix. Now, if anyone that's voted for that in the 80s and 90s and never took advantage of that, well, all that is basically gone by mid-February this year because Proposition 19 will take effect by uh, then. Technically, it takes effect later, but the provision about the tax reassessments goes in sooner than when it's enacted, and it's, uh, it's a nasty one. So that's why I recommend that you check out the... Um, uh, the, the seminar, which I'm about to pull up here in a bit. Uh, this was from the Apartment Owners Association of America, or USA. Um, they held uh, this seminar uh, several days ago. And uh, this one, uh, the speaker for this one was uh, Ken, um, attorney Ken Zinskin. Um, so he... Uh, uh, he's from the, the Zinkin Law Corp, and he made this presentation, some, some tax advice and stuff like that. So I can't dive into it. Uh, it's very complex. It's nearly two hours. It's, the first hour is him presenting about the, the effects of Proposition 19, and then there's the Q&A. So I'm going to highlight a, a few questions from the Q&A, maybe about three uh, that I want to highlight for you. But I got to tell you, I, I'm left questioning on whose side the California associations is on because what's happened has basically gone against the community they they supposedly are serving. And that's two times in a row. Statewide rent cap, yeah, there was always gonna be a battle for that, but you can blame the California Association of Realtors for uh, supporting a confusing bill that confused some of those that were opposed to rent, rent control that accidentally ended up voting for rent control in the assembly. And the C CAR basically said it threw in the towel. I was part of that meeting. I was in shock when I heard it that they were not even gonna try to undo the mess that they basically made. And then uh, um, when it comes to this one, the passage of Proposition 19, they were wholeheartedly behind this thing. So I was against it. I, I have episodes of it. I, I'm even putting all of them into a playlist for you to see the play-by-play -play of everything breaking down because this is going to come back to haunt everybody once they realize what just happened because the promise of Proposition 19, the way it was sold was that, hey, guess what? Uh, 
you're able to transfer your current tax bill to a new property in the state of California. And you'll only be reassessed for uh, some of the difference. That's what they were told. That already existed. It was only in participating counties, but it already existed. Now, in order to pass Proposition 19, what had to be sacrificed was that very thing I had mentioned, where if those of you who have property that intended to pass it on to your kids without selling, you're passing it on to your kids either as a gift or when you pass away, or you even grandkids included into that mix, they would have been passed on without a tax reassessment. That is gone now because now you can carry your tax bill to any property in the state of California instead of county by county. But when you find out that there's an upward adjustment, you're still getting adjusted. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to carry a $100,000 tax bill over to a million dollar home. Yeah, that's not happening. There's going to be an upward adjustment. You're still going to pay a difference. And that was the lie being told to people. But anyway, I, that's the stuff that I knew that I extrapolated from Proposition 19. Heck of a confusing thing. But let's dive into a, a, some of the questions here that I'll play. And then the rest I'll leave linked at the show notes. And I'll leave a link to this entire um, seminar in the description down below wherever you're watching this. Michelle, uh, does this have the same effect on property and trust? I know you, have, you covered that, but go ahead and cover it again because may not have got it. This is in reference to the question is that if you have a living trust, are you then affected by Proposition 19? If, if the property is in your revocable trust, uh, Prop 19 is going to attack transfers after you pass away unless you're going to die on or before February 15th of this year. Uh, if we put the property in a non-revocable trust, either one of those incomplete grantor trusts that I talked about, or we do more advanced uh estate planning trusts, which are designed to take the property out of your estate, then you can lock in the current property tax exemptions, even though the property will remain in trust and doesn't have to be transferred directly into the hands of your children. For property tax purposes, California generally ignores a trust and treats the property in a trust as being owned by the current beneficiaries. Okay, great. Here's one from Facebook. With, it's Patricia. And it says, it seems that regardless of Prop 19 or not, it's always a good thing to do estate planning anyway, correct? Uh, What's the difference in the estate planning if Prop 19 is in place today? Okay. Like, it, let's say it was after the February 15th date there. Like, how would that be different? The, the main difference is that for purposes of preserving the parent-child exclusion from property tax, you actually have to make a transfer that will be deemed to transfer the property to your children for property tax purposes, which is not necessarily for every purpose, but for property tax purposes, you have to make that transfer by February 15th. If you don't make it by February 15th, when the property ultimately transfers to your children, all of the property will be reassessed for property tax purposes. And if you've got a low assessment relative to market value, that's going to be very expensive to your children. 
Okay, great. And here's an interesting question that Harvey has on YouTube. Besides children, uh, does this apply to a sister and or her children? It sounds That's a question I'm going to skip over. I, want to, I think it's this one that I wanted to share. Oh, no, that, that is the same question. Let me see. Okay, could you please talk about the reassessment rate that would occur now if we transfer to child before February deadline? Is it on half, full amount? This is the last question I'll, I'll, I'll highlight from this two-hour presentation. It's the assessed value, not your market value. That's why for my client example where they had $18 million of market value, they've only got a million and a half of assessed value. Let me rewind a bit. And Sorry. basically your, rea your, your child's parents are all dead. Okay, it's not enough if the parent who was your child is dead, but the grandchild really has to be an orphan. And uh, I guess that's a, ne a neat exclusion, but uh, I rarely see a situation where it applies. And I'm glad for the grandchildren that most of them are not orphans. Okay, great. And here's one from Board Mom on YouTube. Uh, could you please talk about the reassessment rate that would occur now if we transfer to child before the February 15th deadline? Is it half or is it full amount? It, it, if you transfer the property now and it's within your existing parent-child exclusion, there would be no reassessment right now. And basically your, re your, your exclusion is today you can transfer 100% of the value of your personal residence. If you've got a $20 million house in uh Beverly Hills that only has a $2 million exemption. You can transfer the whole thing, no problem. And you can also transfer a million dollars for each spouse, but that million dollars, that one, is measured against the assessed value, not your market value. That's why for my client example where they had $18 million of market value, they've only got a million and a half of assessed value. We can transfer all of their property, all $18 million of market value, and use their parent-child exemption. So the more, the lower your assessed value is compared to market value, the more bang for your buck that you'll get out of doing this planning. Okay, and that's where I'll have to leave it. Um, I'll leave links to it. It, If you're a property owner in California, uh, you don't have much time left, less than a month until this thing takes effect. And I'm still on queue with my own estate attorneys and trying to get mine resolved. It's There's just a lot of people. It's like... It, but this whole WhatsApp thing was um, uh, privacy concerns. People were deleting the application and looking for alternatives. Well, uh, one of the articles that I read today, the Signal app uh, that people were flocking to, um, it crashed because there were so many people flocking to it, uh, leaving WhatsApp. And WhatsApp even went as far as to delay the, uh, the deployment of the new privacy rules from Facebook that was supposed to go into effect in February to delaying it into May. Like, that makes a difference. But, yeah, it, they're trying to stop the bleed. And that's what I mean. A lot of people are trying to get into the door right now. And the same thing happening with... Uh, um, with this whole estate planning thing, whether you have a living trust or you don't, uh, as the um, as the attorney was mentioning, they do they do consultations, but they're charging for them now just to weed out the ones that just want the information. 
and take no action and actually prioritize clients that need to do something about it now. So anyway, this is something that is definitely worth your while, especially if you own property in the state of California, particularly those that are considerably older that have a low assessment value that, uh, hey, if, if it's coming of age, uh, it's going to cost quite a bit. It's going to be devastating to, uh, um, to your heirs. But anyway, that's where I'll leave it. Thank you so much for watching. Check out my stuff. My real estate resources can be found at www.segoviares.com. That was this website. And for anything and everything related to me regarding the show and content that I do, that's www.theandrewsegovia.com. I'll be leaving show notes and the links for all of this, and you can check it out then. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the program, and I'll see you on the next one.